0: Welcome back to another episode of Have a Dope Day. I'm your host, Gabriel Lopez. I have another hometown hero for you today. Ferris Solar from Kids Crew. What's up, Solar? How you doing, man? Good to be here. Pretty good, pretty good. Before I get into you and what you do, I'm going to give the audience a little bit of a backstory. Back in the 90s, hip hop had swept through the entire country, basically the entire world. And you had all these groups of kids in every high school, every neighborhood, every city, everywhere that had access to a TV or radio, started little hip hop crews. And some people took hip hop seriously, some people didn't take them, these things so seriously. Kids crew though, that started here in town in Sacramento, was very, very adamant about practicing multiple elements of hip hop. So every member would be a graffiti writer or a break dancer or would rap and would spin or would just do multiple elements, whatever fit them. And in this time, these people form this bond called Kids Crew, and they just continue to just make what I consider next level art. Accidentally, the person that was trained by, or the Fair Solar trained somebody who turned around 10 years later and trained me. So you actually are the double OG to my OG. Yeah. That's how we're gonna put you. Yeah. Okay. So now that I gave you that little bit of history, let's start with you, okay? Where does art start for you in your life?
1: Well, I think from back when I can remember. I mean, I was that little kid that was obsessed with coloring books. Okay. So I would have always carry that around. I think, like, you know, some of even my earliest memories is like probably second, third grade. Yeah. And I was a kid that was asking the teacher if I could stay inside for recess. Oh, yeah. So that draw? I could just yeah. color. Yeah. So yeah. everybody else would look at me hella weird. You know, I was like, why is that little kid always inside? But I was just always hella reclusive, you know, just. All about wanting to drive for some reason. I felt the drive to want to doodle or or sketch something for some reason. And then, you know, fast forward, uh, moved to Sacramento. Yeah. Probably around seventh grade, and you know, I was just here. Uh, always been reclusive, been a loner, yeah. and and you know, I'd get to school, and it's just the same old cliche thing. You know, you yeah. have the you have the popular kids, you have the jocks, you have. So I just didn't fit in any of the circles. And I just made a couple, you know, started meet, making few friends here and there that were yeah. kind of into the same thing, which was, you know, weird shit like skating and yeah. drawing and just being fucking weird. Street shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and, and, and then here I'm introduced to it because the area that I was living at, I start seeing, you know, freestyles. Yeah. And I didn't know what it was, but it caught my attention like- I just had an admiration for the way that they were, you know, using lettering yeah. and what they were doing it with. I was like, man, that shit's fucking dope. Yeah. Like uh, what what is it? Like yeah. so um, you know, at the time there's 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 nothing. So I think one day somebody's passing around a magazine. Okay. And there was more of it in there, and I saw it and I was like, what the fuck is that? Like you know, that's yeah. that's that's dope. That's what I saw out in the street, yeah, you know. Yeah. So I it's just there in the back of my head at, at the time. And then um you know, it's crazy, but where we were living, there was this, this old man that every time we would walk, we would live in this apartment complex yeah. and we would always see this old man in a, in a, like the jacuzzi tub oh, shit! And, yeah. and, and, and he was just always there sitting by himself, you know, just enjoying the, the sun or whatever. Yeah. And one day we're in there, me and my friends and, and we're just fucking around, jumping in the pool and, and we go on the, in the tub and it's kind of, you know, a little bit awkward in silence yeah. and the dude's like, Hey, you want to see something cool? And oh, he's no. we're like, oh, we're like, do. what the, yeah, we're like, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck is he about to do? Yeah. So we just looked at each other and we're like, yeah, I guess. Yeah. And then he starts fucking ticking and popping and doing, oh, shit. and we're like, what the fuck? And he was dope. Yeah. And then he's like, this is called a microwave. And it starts doing all kinds of shit. And we're what just fucking, fuck? our mind is fucking yeah, blown. Yeah. You know, we're like, what the fuck is that? And he's like, you guys come here, you know, next week. I oh, I'll have some for you guys. Cause we started asking how the questions yeah. like, yo, yeah. how do you do that? What is that called? Blah, yeah. Blah. Yeah. So we go home and you know, like I said, that whole week, I'm just like, man, that was dope. We're talking about it. Yeah. Next week comes around and he he gives us a little, a little chess set. Oh, what? He's like, this is gonna come in handy. You know, you, you gotta apply this to to whatever especially this. Okay. So we're like, what the fuck? Like it's it's weird. And then he hands us like a little VHS of breakdancing, you know, oh, that what? old school VHS yeah, yeah, break dancing. Yeah. So we just we go home, we wanna know what the fuck it was. We go yeah. home, pop it in the VCR, and we start seeing it, and it's like this little you know, introduction to yeah. and how to do the step and how to do like and we're like, what the fuck? So we're just fucking mind blown. And yeah. now the whole week we're practicing how to do the fucking microwave and taking yeah, all this yeah, bullshit. Yeah. So um that, you know, kind of led into also into we go to school and then we start noticing that the kids that were doing that. So before we didn't even notice them, but yeah. now we're noticing like the break dancers. There's a couple breakdancers break dancers at yeah. school. So we're like, oh shit, they do, you, you know, have the what, knowledge what, now. The, what the homie George, yeah. you know, showed us in the fucking jacuzzi. And then the, the VHS site. So now we're starting to, it's, it's starting to, you know, stand out to us. Yeah. And then, you know, we, we start, you know, asking around and shit like that. And, and the dudes, coincidentally, some of the dudes that break dance, you know are also taggers yeah so we're not not like making the connection like oh shit these two go together like it's it's crazy so they go hand in hand i guess and we're like that's dope because we're into art too you know so we we start kind of forgetting about everything else you know forget playing basketball after school or you know skating now we gotta let's practice you know i start fucking you know, getting getting my sketchbook and start forgetting about homework, start forgetting yeah, about all yeah, that shit, and that's yeah. all I was doing in every class. I was just sketching, uh, drawing, practicing, you know, little bubble letters, little characters, and and from that, then it's kind of started, you know, attracting the people that were into it. So yeah. I started meeting other people that that start. I started tagging on my shit on my backpack, yeah, I did I, that my, my notebook, yeah. you know, my folder. Yeah. So it attracts people, and then you 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 make friends and but at the same time you also make enemies you can you know? make enemies yeah so it's like if you start showing off your stuff because you know you're proud like fuck i practiced this shit for yeah. so long Like look what i can do you know and, and also it's you know there's no social media back then yeah. so it's like if you want to make friends in that community you gotta show yeah. yeah you gotta show what so we're you know drawing on our shit and it's attracting some people but then you have the higher skilled dudes you know yeah that kind of, well, for whatever reason, you know, feel threatened, or they just don't want competition, or don't, yeah. or, they, or they see everything as competition, you know, yeah. instead of seeing like, oh, new homies, like, you know, hell yeah, more for the community. They're just like, nah, fuck that guy, you know. Oh, yeah. you, you think you you think you tag? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. you can't. You know, fuck you. Yeah. This this is tagging, like, yeah. So that starts bringing that attention, you know, and like m- me being a super reclusive and and not having even that many friends, it's just like two, three of us, yeah, and getting the attention of like the you know the popular breakdance yeah, the popular yeah. so now we're just like fuck you know they I guess they don't want to be our friends you know yeah. and it just starts bringing all this negative shit and and you know start getting into fights Yeah. start getting jumped because of whatever name that you decided to yeah. you know you decided to tag like every, like everybody else you know yeah. you you wrote your name on the bathroom fucking mirror yeah. and they took it you disrespect. know, super disrespectful, yeah. and I was like, "Man, I'm just doing what you were doing." Yeah. So now my name's being crossed out, and so my homies, they were like, "Fuck, man, man what the, what the fuck are the we way. gonna do?" Like, you yeah. know, these older kids, and not just that, but it's crazy because then everybody started getting involved. Yeah. So now these these dudes that felt offended or whatever, that you know, bigger kids, which we we were nobodies, you know, like yeah. we were nobodies, and I don't know why they were so worried about just some random fucking kids, you yeah. know now their cousin's involved and their cousin's a football player you know and their and their cousin's brother and he's a baseball player and blah so it just this fucking domino effect of like everybody in every social circle at the school being involved and now they're fucking they're they i got a target on my back you know and they all fucking hate me and And you were already a recluse the few friends that i have yeah so now i'm like fuck man i already don't kind of like fucking school yeah and now every day it's like i got think about like who's going to say some shit to me who's yeah. going to disrespect me who's going to embarrass me and it just started being like high school was just the worst fucking time for me yeah. and then it just is it it's kind of it was kind of like a double-edged sword because because of the problems that i was having for tagging it, it i went deeper into it yeah. i started doing it even more i started tagging more i started because it was the only thing that i felt that made me feel good about myself like yeah. i'm good at it I, i'm for some reason i'm i feel passionate about this shit. yeah and I'm, I'm doing it more but i'm having more problems so i get to about junior junior yeah junior year and i get jumped and it's it's bad man it's oh, fucking fuck. bad like i get fucked up like there was hell of players there. players that, that and i mean look at look, I me mean, man i've yeah. weighed the same since like sixth grade yeah, you yeah, know yeah. like so these kids are fucking big but at the same time i was kind of the kid that I'm like you know I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm not looking for trouble. I'm not looking for problems. But it gets to the point where you push me so much, I'm gonna say something back. Yeah, yeah. And then that day, I just got fucking tired of it and said something back to some big ass dude. And then all his friends were like, "All right, we'll see you after school, motherfucker." Yeah. And they did. They saw me. You know, I was like, "No, I'm not gonna run. Yeah. I gotta walk home." Like fuck, it, what else am I gonna do? I gotta walk home. And you know, they like fucking uh, 10, 11 dudes got yeah. out to me and they beat my ass bad, bro, bad. Like I was in bed for like a whole week. And that shit made made kind of my mom tell my dad like you know what that's it like he's always getting into fights yeah. and shit like that like you got to pull him out like this yeah, is it like hard. this is the last straw like if you don't take him out I'm send this motherfucker back to Mexico you know yeah, so yeah, yeah. so I was like at that point I was like you know what fuck it send me back to Mexico like I'm yeah. done with this bullshit and they pulled me out they sent me to another school and I finally get to the other school and bro it was it was a completely different environment really? like for some reason it was just like everybody there was like welcoming everybody yeah. everybody was hella friendly and it was the complete opposite of where i was at and i don't know i don't know what the fuck it was you know maybe it was, it was the it was, area uh,
0: sorry to interrupt you yeah did your did you being from mexico have anything to do with it you think i think it did that was the main i think thing. it I did think because it i always
1: i had an accent throughout my yeah you know yeah my entire fucking deep teenage yeah you know, pre-teen whatever so it was that was another thing i didn't fit in like like a lot of people even thought just because oh this dude's from from down yeah. south. Yeah, he must be. And I didn't even know what a gang was until oh, I yeah. got oh, to the southern her. northern yeah. thing.
0: I okay. didn't I didn't
1: know about any yeah. of that shit until I got to SAC. I didn't know what yeah. the fuck that was. Yeah. I started hearing things that like terms no that sense. I didn't know. Yeah. They didn't make sense to me. You know, they started talking about like Sudeño, Norteño. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like I yeah. didn't know. But I was getting labels, you know? And and what I, what another thing that blew my mind was like the colors. Yeah. You are not allowed to wear these colors. You're not and, and I mean if you see what I'm wearing right now, I'm wearing yeah, all colorful. these fucking bright colors. Yeah. I, I would it was it was that like I just wore whatever, yeah, whatever, you know, whatever my parents could afford or whatever. So too. yeah so if they made the mistake of buying a a, a a blue shirt, that was all bad for me. Yeah. And I think that's what happened. So it's like, but you know, I also had clothing, I had shoes with bread on them and yeah. stuff like So I didn't see it that way, but the kids did, you know. Yeah. So now now I got, you know, now I got beef, like I said, with yeah. But you fast forward a little bit and I'm on a new school and it's different. Clean slate. Nobody knows me. Everybody's hella friendly. And I'm like, fuck, man, this is heaven for me. Like, no more looking over my shoulder. No more beefing it with anybody. And I go right back at it. I keep drawing. I keep, you know, painting. Because I already know I'm fucked. The last three years of high school, I, you know, it was... I failed everything. Me too. So it's like, I'm so far yeah, behind that this year's not going to, even if I get straight A's, I'm gonna done. Matter. So I'm going to yeah. fucking enjoy this this thing. piece. You yeah. know, I'm going to enjoy this piece. And, and then I meet a couple of dudes. I meet, I meet your Chrome, homie, yeah. you know, I meet your future mentor. Yeah. I meet him and dude, super cool. And he's into breakdancing too. And I was like, oh shit, you break, you and know, that yeah. that
0: motherfucker will fight with anybody. It's,
1: it's like, crazy yeah. because he's, he's like a very, he's a super peaceful he dude. Is, yeah. But, if it comes down to it he's gonna hold it down you know know, he's fucking solid so and and dude you know like he's super cool and he introduces me to somebody else and then somebody else and now i know you know now i know breakdancer. now i know dj now i know you know another somebody else that tags and a lot of them are hella into it so i'm like fuck yeah man this is this is dope is what i always wanted a little group of friends that that can relate with what they like you know so we start getting together and and like every friday let's meet up at the homies house you know and somebody brought their cardboard, somebody brought their fucking boombox and we're out there doing what what we saw in that VHS tape, yeah. you know, just hanging out, practicing our sixth step, practicing, you know, ticking all that shit yeah. and sharing sketches, passing around the black book. Um, then, you know, then we start going hitting up and it's we so start our first little piece, yeah. our first little production, our first little throw up and we just start getting better at it, you know, but now I think we're making more progress because all that negativity wasn't around. We, yeah. you know, we still had problems here and there, But all that shit that was holding us back wasn't there anymore. So we just, we started, we started getting better at it, man. And, and we decided like, okay, well, we, we kind of, we need to call ourselves something, you know, like what, what should we call ourselves? And at that time, everything's like a three letter. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It is. Yeah. So
1: we're like, we, we didn't want to do that. You know, it was like, it's either we got to go two letters or we got to go what we haven't seen before, which is like a four letter acronym. Yeah. And we kind of all took a little vote on it and we're like, all right, fuck it. Let's all write down ideas. Yeah. And I remember writing writing that down and for some reason it just it just randomly came in my head and was like, We're well, just kids. We just what are we? Just fucking yeah. kids, you know, just kids. All right. So let's now let's find, you know, a meaning for each letter. And fuck, I remember we all got together and wrote down a bunch of meanings like yeah. you know with anything and then the only ones I can remember was like knowledge intensifies the senses, you know, Damn. like and shit like that. And yeah. like, man, that sounds dope, yeah. yeah, that yeah so we're all dope. hyping each other up. Yeah, you supposed
0: to know that in high school, fool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you like
1: chaos in the streets, yeah, and yeah, you're yeah. writing it with a K, <laughs> and you're like, you know, you're getting all hyped. But we're like, so we we vote on it, and we're like, yeah, we'll call ourselves kids, you know, hell yeah. And and shit, man, we start getting together, like I said, every Friday and then on the weekends, and now we're. We're starting to go to like breakdancing events, yeah, you know, and competitions and and shit like that. And and that led to 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 a lot of us like you know, making our name. Like one of the homies like made a real big uh B-boy machine. I think he's still doing it. You know, like so he was he was he was there at the he was there at the beginning. Yeah, he was there at the beginning of the crew and 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 man, like
0: there's there's another person I want you to highlight that was associated with kids' crew there was a DJ that turned around and made it like big now. Do you know his name? You know what I'm talking uh, about? Oasis? Yeah, DJ yeah, Oasis. Man. Yeah. yeah,
1: I remember. And and he's, he's he's related to the homie, to your yeah. mentor. So, he, you know, he came around as a little kid too. Yeah. So, and he was super, super motivated too. And he was like, I want to learn how to spin. I want to, you know, we yeah. had another, another had a couple homies that already had their turntables and stuff yeah. like that. So, like I said, we started getting together at his house too. Yeah. We started rotating places and we started getting together at, at DJ Oasis's house. Yeah. And he had a pretty big backyard and he, he, they would practice on the tables while we were, you know, some people were on the cardboard and yeah. while people were on the table in the back, like, you know, practicing and writing. I mean, yeah. it got to a point where there was like fucking 30 fucking people and yeah. they were all fucking part of the crew, you know? So it was it was dope. It felt like a little little community, yeah. you know? It was never about negativity and I liked that because I had already been through all that bullshit and, yeah. I, and I didn't like it, you know? I, I saw all that shit and I was like, I just don't see no point in that. I didn't want it because everybody has problems, you know, everybody has problems at home. And so, and I was using that as an outlet to get away with the shit from, to you deal with at home. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I don't want it outside that either. You know, this this is my escape. So I didn't want any negativity. So I would always preach that to them too. Like, yo, like if you're doing it, doing it because this is your passion, Yeah. because you're, you're pursuing a positive path. Yeah. You know, don't do it because you, you want to start fights with people and shit like that. I hate that shit because that had happened to me. You know, I was like, don't go out there picking fights because, Somebody, somebody's not as good as you, and you, you, you know, you, you want to bully them. You feel be huffy man. and puffy. Yeah. But it was good that we started attracting the same vibe from people. People are like, Nah, man, we're not about that shit. We're, you know, more on the peaceful vibe. And, and like I said, DJ Oasis. Yeah. It was there too, part of it. And he was super motivated. He's, he got, man, you know, to see his progress too. Like yeah. it's 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 crazy and it's motivating. You know that to to see that some people like it really is their passion. And at that time. You know, your parents, your family, and everybody else will be like, it's, it's a waste a of Fucking, fucking face. You yeah, know? Yeah. It's, it's a waste of time. Like, yeah. you're just bored and you're not going to get anywhere. Like, I mean, I would hear that all the time, especially yeah. from my parents. Yeah, me You too. know, like yeah. my dad was like, you're fucking getting all these F because all you do is fucking all you do is sketch and yeah. fucking do this bullshit with these hooligans outside. Yeah. Like, that's not going to get you anywhere. That's not going to get you any money in life, yeah. you know? And I was just Wait, like.
0: Wait, were, were they right
1: or wrong? They were wrong, man. They were wrong. They were right? wrong. That's yeah. What I'm saying. yeah, yeah. But it's like at the same time, I feel it. You know, it's yeah. a different generation. Yeah, it is. a completely different generation, and 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 they were taught to do things differently. They had yeah, a different they upbringing. Were. Yeah, and I understood that. So I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't talk back. But at the same time, deep down, I was like, I know what I'm doing. Like, yeah. And even if I'm wrong, we'll fuck, and I'm gonna enjoy it. You yeah. know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna enjoy the ride, and and we'll see where this goes. And it's just the path kept, you know, leading me towards. Now I'm meeting this person and this person and, and it was always related to yeah. to art. Yeah. To but it started with graffiti. You know. and seeing, so like
0: uh sorry to cut you off. I saw Kids Crew years after what you're talking about. The name was already established in the b-boy scene. The first breakdancing battles I ever seen, you guys were in, and I remember seeing it for the first time and I was like, holy shit, this is real, like. This is fucking tight, right? Like I remember seeing it uh, on K Street one time in like a little down basement. There was like a like a like a dance studio in there with all these mirrors and like hardwood floor, and I was just like, "What the fuck is this place?" And like everybody's just getting it in, and I was like, "Whoa, this is this is wild." And then Chrome would point out to me moves. That's that move. That's this and that. And then he pull up on his phone. Look at this letter. And then look at that move, and I was like, "Holy shit! This is like this is some next level art shit. This isn't just dancing, or is it, it isn't just graffiti. It's all one and the same to the person." That that really changed the way I looked at graph too, and that was because I saw you guys doing your thing. So where does it go after? That's all high school, right? What yeah. you're talking about? Well,
1: I think the catalyst that was, you know, the next step, yeah, was. Around this time when we're doing all this and getting together and, 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 you know, signing up for the battles and all that stuff. We hear randomly one day on the way home from school, we see a flyer about like, oh, hip hop, hip hop Tuesdays. Yeah. At the neighborhood Washington Center right oh, here on okay. 16th. Yeah. Still around. Yeah, so we're like, oh, shit, let's check this out. So we, we all get together we make plans to go and we go and we we walk in and we're like what the fuck this is fucking paradise man walk we walk into? in and there's a, somebody spinning and there was yeah, people yeah. already practicing like you know b-boying and and there was there was somebody that was in charge of like uh art program do you remember their name jose lot yeah Jose a lot yeah, yeah he's he's a local and he's super dope yeah. uh, artist man he's a painter he's a legit what's his name painter. jose lot is he part of the Rochicana air force he mm-hmm. is so, Is he still around
0: to this yeah, day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I just
1: saw him like a, a day ago. Too. Okay,
0: that's I, probably the OG because we had Tomas in here, Montoya. Yeah, his father Jose Montoya was there for a while. Yeah. Right now, the homie Joey's
1: in there. Yeah, I, I remember seeing both of them yeah. at the Washington so Tour. That's yeah. wild. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy, and that's that's where we met them. And and then Jose, yeah, kind of like you know, we we would get there and we get there where the black books and started drawing, and it was like, hey, you guys. You guys want to learn how to do this? And at first we were like, fuck. Like I was like, yeah, man, I want to try it, but I don't know. The paintbrush seems how intimidating. You know, we had never which Jose, sorry. Sorry. Jose Lat. Okay, okay, yeah. And uh, he's the one in charge of the art, art program there. And he just me, Chrome, and a couple other dudes were like, you know what? All right. He's like, No, come on, come on. And he just kept pushing us, like, try it. You know, here's he'd give us a little canvas or a little piece of plywood. And he's like, This is this is how you do it, you know. And he started teaching us like just you know, don't don't think about it. Yeah. Don't think about it. Don't be intimidated by the pain. Don't just just do it. Let it let it flow. There's yeah. no mistakes. You know, like that's where fucking Chrome got that flow shit from. Okay, yeah, great. yeah. Go and ahead. and and at first it was man, it was like intimidating, and and it was a brand new thing to us. Yeah. it was a brand new thing to us. But we started going every Tuesdays, and 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 now I was addicted to that. Like yeah. even though it, during the week I was practicing my you know my my freestyles and all that yeah. shit. Now I was looking forward to practicing with that paintbrush again because it's brand, you know, a whole new world to me. And it was, it was fucking, I don't know, super interesting to me. And especially from them. Yeah. Especially from them. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, and at the time I'm like, I just, I didn't even know who he was, but you know, like shit, like this, this dude, you know, is super talented. He's super talented with, with what he could do. That's why he was, you know, he's in charge of the art program and, um, So we start, we start going there and, and also we start meeting a bunch of, we started meeting like, you know, B-boys and artists from, from the Bay, cause it would come all the way down here to, oh, shit. Get, yeah, to get together on the, on the hip hop Tuesday. So it was popping there. Yeah. Yeah. For, for a couple of years, it was super, you know, super popular in the, in the, in the scene. Yeah. And so we met a lot of people there and practicing there, I just got good. And then I started doing it on, on my own. Like, you know, I started trying to translate my, my ideas to acrylic. i got used to using acrylic and and latex acrylic and fuck from there it was just like merging both my ideas with graph and using both like acrylic and spray paint started trying all these different things with with my ideas and i started liking it man it started being more exciting for me and
0: yeah because after a while graph gets a little stale especially when you throw in politics to it
1: yeah yeah it got to a point where I mean, I've kind of, I have kind of—I don't know—I feel bad saying it, but it got boring to me. Yeah, because you, know? you are hella talented, and I didn't. It was kind of like it was, there was like a fear. They're like, "Fuck, man, did I waste all this time?" Yeah. But I was like, well, you know, it's it's part of the learning process. I had to learn how to do that to to learn how to do this because yeah. you know, graph taught me a lot. Like, you know, aerosol spray.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, it's it's it can, it's you know the, the medium yeah the medium is completely different than anything else so it's like you have to learn technique and hand movement and and eye and hand coordination yeah so it's it's all and it's similar too to to to, to with a brush you know yeah, it is yeah so it's like but it was fun being able to add something new to it yeah so now it's like mixing both things and and and, and just having a hell of fun and then that led to now i want to see my, one of my canvases in a gallery yeah you know? yeah so now I'm, I'm I'm now I'm working my ass off to to get a little art show going. Yeah. Or, you know something like that and then I meet some people that leads to the Soul Collective.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. I remember seeing you there too. Yeah, yeah
1: and then I, I learned a lot there too because they used to have like, you know, community classes where they teach how to how to do silk screen and stuff like oh, that. Shit. So now I'm like, oh shit, I can incorporate this and and they're throwing events too yeah. and so then, you know, the the they're like, do you, do you want to have an Archo here? And I was like, Oh, fuck yeah, you know, like yeah. the first time. And then I get to I get to, you know, organize it with, with my friends and give creative freedom, you know. I think I seen that shit.
0: Is that when uh there were were they selling loopy there too? I think so. And we're yeah, spray I painting so. outside. I helped somebody spray yeah, paint Yeah, there was outside. live art. Yeah. It was live art. You remember yeah, that show? Uh, I do.
1: That's wild. Yeah, was, That was a hell of a long time ago. Hell. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a good experience and fucking, we didn't sleep because we, paint, we painted the whole yeah. interior and yeah. it was like, we didn't sleep for like two days because we wanted to get it done on time and, and, and that's what it taught us, like what it tasted like execute a timeline yeah, yeah and and put together a show so i big gave me perspective on that and, and more respect for the people that put together shit yeah because it's you know it's it's intense and it's it's it is stressful yeah stressful as fuck but you know also it was a different it was a different field than from trying to get into the other type of galleries you know you yeah. know what i'm talking about like the ones yeah. that are like curated very like neatly and yeah and trying to get graph in there or like you know quote unquote urban art yeah and they're just being turned down, yeah. you know, being turned down everywhere. just like, no, this is an art, you know, I'm being looked at and pretty much being told that being like, judged, this, yeah. this is an art. Right? Yeah. So it's just, it's kind of messed up at the same time. I was like, no, well, all right, you know, it's your opinion. I'll, yeah. I'll take it into account, but I'm going to keep doing my shit. You know, I could either, you know, discourage me Yeah. or I could keep going and do my own thing. And that's what we did. Like we just kept doing our thing and I kept making progress with my art. And now I'm a lot older and I'm, 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 I'm working my nine to five. Yeah. You know, I'm working my nine to five and one of the owners is one day talking about remodeling. It. Where'd you work a nine to five at? Um, it was, it was like a restaurant. I don't know if I want to. You don't do. say that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because nice I don't mind. know how, you know, yeah. like legality works with dropping names and all that stuff. But I'm at this restaurant and the owner is talking about like, oh, we're going to remodel this. And then, and somebody that I work with just kind of like. Button is like, oh, yeah. oh, you should get this guy. You should yeah, get him yeah. and his brother. They paint. You need to paint yeah, yeah. because you know everybody there talks and, and we've invited people to you know the, like our little art shows yeah. and stuff like that. And he kind of like he looked at us. He thought about it, and it was, uh yeah so he kind of dismissed it. So we're like, ah, uh, it yeah, guess. whatever. But we yeah. didn't wouldn't really like, oh man, we hope we get it. We were just like, whatever, just random talk. And then months later, he approaches us and was like, hey, you guys really want an opportunity like to maybe do some canvases for the for the interior. And we're like, yeah, sure. So we get together, we have our first meeting and he talks about like basically the idea of what he wants to do, the vibe, like, you know, kind of starts filling out, see if we know anything about, you know, color theory or yeah. and contrast value and all this stuff. And by then we kind of had enough experience to, to know and understand and, and how to put together a, a visual, yeah. you know, so we, we make the paintings and surprisingly they had a really, you know, really positive feedback from it like all oh, the customers were really liking it and then they were asking like oh who painted that who painted that who painted yeah. that so they start telling them oh, dudes you know they, they work here yeah so because it had such a positive um response response like they decided to give us the other uh, location yeah and then the same thing and then the other location the other location so we're like you know fuck yeah you know we're getting to make a little side catch and, yeah. and getting to do something that we really like
0: let me interject something right there he's not talking about like a mom and pop's little Mexican restaurant or like some crappy little space. What he's talking about, it's actually a very, very popular space. And I get why you don't want to say the name. It's been around for a long time. They have multiple locations. Uh there's one in Atomas, there's one up off sunrise. There's, you know, they're all over the place. They're in Midtown, they're in Roseville, wherever. But basically, he cuts his teeth. Interior design, that's what we call it, right? So you learn interior design. Through the company you worked for
1: yeah it starts off you know us doing some paintings and yeah. the next thing you know we're picking the palette for for the inside of the building you know like the walls and yeah. like then you know what color is going to go on the on the on the booths and the upholstery they're going to use yeah. and and what type of like uh you know textures what kind of wood is going to you know Look contrast it, yeah. and balance yeah. this color and this texture and then so now we're you know Helping the owner Control make every all little the decisions yeah, and he's coming to us for, for, for that. So it was a brand new experience and it was, we were, you know, blessed to have it, yeah. but you know, very intimidated by it, but, but we weren't going to pass it up. We weren't going to be like, nah, dude, because we're scared of it. Like yeah. we're, not, we're like, no, fuck it. Let's do it. You know, this is what we wanted to do. Like, and even though we didn't, we didn't fucking go to school for that yeah. shit, you know, it did. You did, but it was a different school. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, streets junior, are a different school, junior, junior college, yeah, for others, random, shit, yeah. you know, so it was, it was, was a learning experience while yeah. I was doing it, yeah. So, and, and, and that, like I said, since I had such a positive response, then they're like, okay, well, now decorate the, the exterior of the building, yeah, yeah. Now we're doing murals for them on some of their locations, and people are really loving it, yeah. So, you know, and it actually becomes part of their branding, yeah. Yeah. Very much incorporated yeah. with their branding. They end up kind of changing their whole. Their whole thing aesthetic around Aesthetic. Yeah. And, and then we end up doing also even like managing their social media later on. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So we started in, curating, doing the photography and the curation of the social All media. All from tagging on walls. Now yeah. Now you're running. Yeah. And, and then <laughs> yeah. by that time that, that, yeah. that we get the opportunity to do that, yeah. I had already like had a job. Like I was telling that where I was like, kind of like doing, uh, uh, fucking wedding photography. Oh, okay. And it taught me a lot. It taught me a lot about perspective, depth of field, contrast, all that stuff. And now I'm incorporating that into my paintings and and it's helping me with my portrait work and all that stuff. So by the time we get this opportunity, I also have a little bit of knowledge of, you know, photography and and experience with it. So now I'm incorporating it and now we're doing, you know, we're doing the art and we're doing the photography and the curation for their social media and all that stuff. And it was, we did that for, for, for a while for them. And then, through them, we started being hit up by other businesses because they started noticing it. Yeah. And in the same thing, man, now this location, now that location. They're giving they're you free
0: reign on their aesthetic, on their vibe. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then, uh, also my brother, um, gets picked up by this, by this agency in the Bay. Oh shit. And, and they just, I think randomly online found, found his, you know, his, IG account or something. Yeah, yeah. They like his art, so they pick him up, and now they're hitting him up for murals in the bay. Oh shit! Yeah. So and so now it's now it's both. Now we're getting gigs down in the bay and and here, and we kind of like join forces and both of us start banging them out. Like, and it's still all the kids crew members doing this. Yeah, the, the remaining ones because you know some ones, yeah, some, some people, people you know yeah. they go on and do their thing and have families and that yeah. kind of stuff, but the ones that are still around we were still going at it. Some of us are still making music. Some of us are still, yeah. you know, like I said, still doing the art thing. And right now where I'm at, I'm still doing this for businesses, which is mural work, interior stuff. And you're paying all the bills straight off art. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. That's so it's it's it a been like then then because of that we started getting so many gigs that at that restaurant we, yeah. we just we couldn't handle anymore, like the nine to five plus this yeah. on the side. So we we're like, "Fuck it, let's let's do it, let's fucking do it, let's Take go, leap, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, let's go full time with this, you know, full time fucking artist, yeah, you know, which a a crazy has thing such a on. fucking stigma and yeah. it's so fucking scary because, you know, the term starving artist exists yeah. for a reason. Yeah, so it's like, you know, I'm not I'm not gonna lie, it is it is tough. Because it's your 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 own boss. It's yeah. it's different now. You got to deal with, with up, shit that you never you. Yet, yeah. you never dealt before. On top of all the other shit, like you got to deal with like, you know taxes and all that bullshit. Yeah. But but I think we're better off, even though you got to grind and you got to struggle. It's just we're. It's not even. It doesn't even compare to being stuck at that nine to five. You know.
0: So, so let me let me just go backwards a little bit because you said something that really piqued my interest. You said you had, did, did I hear you right when you said you approached galleries and shopped your work to them and they turned you down?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was like, okay, hey, what, what what did it take to be in here and asking questions? And then, and now they're like replying with like, oh, well degrees and, and all this stuff. And you're like, fuck, man, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, you know, take out a fucking 80000 Quarter, quarter, mi- quarter meal yeah. loan to get yeah. the degree to be able to have my shit in a yeah. gallery, not knowing if I am gonna sell or not. Like, you know, yeah. let's be realistic. If that's gonna happen, like I can, I could go down that, that route, but do I really wanna s- spend all that time, all that money going to debt just to prove to some, you know, yeah. yuppie ass person? Because yeah. a lot of times, like the people in charge of these like are, fancy and art galleries and stuff like that they've never painted a fucking you know yeah thing in their life yeah, yeah. A, a stick figure in their life and a lot of the places we were we were running into it, it was like that it's always somebody that is not even an artist yeah you know but they're there for some reason they got all this power to judge and and you know decide who's an artist and who's yeah. not or you know you, right, to, good you, you run into the people that they don't even look at that you know they're how popular are you yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's you, definitely you, a thing. How many followers you got on your yeah. on your Instagram account? Uh, you know, how many followers you got on your fucking Twitter? So it's like, and I'm like, and we ran into that, you know? And I'm, yeah. like, it's just, I'm like, what? Like, what what does that have to do with, you know, the- Quality th- of the my work. Quality of my, yeah, yeah. My, my of my craft. Like, the uh, caliber of my skills, Just all you got to do is just look at it. But it, I understand that it's not just to me. It happens to a lot of people, you know? That's just how it goes. It's always about who you know, you know? yeah.
0: And I wanted you to say that exactly because our audience is a mixture of graph writers and like very talented up and coming artists and everybody's got the same issue. They're trying to figure out how to hustle themselves, how to shop themselves to these higher end well-established places. And a lot of them aren't getting too much play. So what I will say for the graph writers is keep this shit in mind, right? You're out there painting on the streets. Say you do want graph to be your end plan or your backup plan you have to start setting the stage for yourself now what kind of name will you have legally what kind of art will you push is are you doing canvases are you doing stolen signs like how do you prepare yourself to do something that's sustainable and that can grow if you're not willing to put your name on a piece of paper no one's gonna fucking look at
1: you twice yeah yeah so, and i think that's the question that each individual artist has to ask yeah, themselves like exactly how, how far are you going with this like yeah. are you doing it for fun or are you doing it because you really have a passion for it you know because it's. And, and, and I would say if you don't know what the answer is, is just like, just ask yourself, well, how does it make you feel? Yeah. You know, how do you feel when you're doing that? Like, do, do you completely space out and feel the stress come off your shoulders of, of the everyday life? If you do, if you're doing something that, that causes stress to go away to you, not not even think about your your problems outside of that, then that's pretty much one of your passions, you know? So it's like when when I was drawing, when I was doing graphic, when I was doing when I was painting, when I was doing all that shit, that's what would happen. You know, I forget about my problems and, and and just be in that world immersed.
0: Yeah, I do the same thing. And even so, like, we had this conversation. It's like usually Friday after work, I'll plug in and like, dude, it'll be midnight. Like we talked for an hour and 45 minutes. That was already two and a half, three, four hours into the session. Yeah. And like. When you, you don't notice time. Yeah, you, you know? don't notice time anymore. And you just start. You know, you just let the, the shit happen the way it's supposed to happen. And I think that's also what you can see that in people, right? Like some people will repeat, like just for instance in graphs, some people will repeat the same piece over and over and over and it's a stamp. Other people will be like, maybe they don't always paint their best piece, but out of 10 pieces they painted this year, there's five of them that clearly show markers and progression, mm-hmm. right? Like this is where this came into play. And this is where that came into play because it is trial and error the entire way through. Yeah. Yeah. And it's
1: public. And, and like I said, it's also a matter of the individual, you know, yeah. like what are you doing it for? There's a lot of, you know, growing up and yeah. doing it. We saw a lot of the, 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 writers that were doing it just be just for fame, just for fame. Yeah. And they're okay with that. They're okay with just being famous. And there's yeah. the ones that are, they're doing it because they're they got something the to craft. prove, yeah. you know, like you got to keep in mind that, you know, we're, we're all kids. So yeah, from ages you know what 13 to 18 or whatever like there's a lot of there's a lot of you know development down, so yeah. development yeah. you know biologically and mentally yeah so a lot of times and, and we don't we don't know what each individual background is at home yeah so a lot of times a lot of these kids are holding a lot of anger yeah you know and, and then maybe they're doing it because they want to prove something to themselves to somebody else and and they're approaching it in a in a negative manner yeah and maybe not consciously or or maybe consciously, you know, yeah. maybe they made the decision to, but it's just like, it's different for everybody. So you just got to ask yourself that question. Like, why are you doing it? You know, yeah. what do you expect to get out of it? You know, and for us, it's always like, for me, it was always that, like, I know this can get me somewhere. Like, I know my passion can, can maybe someday turn into what I do for a living. You so know, you saw this. Yeah. Years yeah. ago. Well, it's not like I saw it, but I just, I felt it like, no, I'm just going to go with it, man. I know yeah. I can, I know this could lead to something like whether it was graphic design or photography or anything, at least it'll be an, an artistic, a yeah. uh, creative outlet, you know? Yeah. So that's why I was, you know, you know, dipping my fingers into all these different, you know, avenues like, the, you know, photography and all that stuff, because that's eventually what I wanted to do. Yeah. What kind of, what kind of... What kind of vibe difference
0: did you see from like the soul collective shows and maybe shows that were later on at like have you ever shown at a well-established place or some place you would say is well-established?
1: I just completely lost interest in it. You did? Yeah. Why did you completely. lose interest in it? Because like I said, they just put too many hurdles for you. And and they just a lot of times, like I said, if you're not popular, oh you know, who knows you? That's pretty yeah. much what they ask you. Who knows you? And since I from the beginning, I kind of been one of those people, I'm very reclusive and yeah. antisocial. I've never been about like wanting to be famous. Yeah, up yeah. to this point, like, you know, I'm I'm glad people like my stuff, but to this point, I don't want people to know that I did it. You yeah. know, it's just it's just weird for me. Like I just I don't I don't care for that. Yeah. Like I really don't care for that. And and the majority of the community does. The majority yeah, of the the art community, they they want to be famous, they want to be popular because where the big money's at, yeah, right? Yeah, It is. Yeah. And it's just like I mean, it would be it would be ideal, but for me, it's just never been like your thing, your goal. Yeah, the thing. Like, I, I'm not trying to be famous. I don't want my face on, yeah. you know, everywhere. It's just, it's not me. Like, <laughs> I, you know, some That'd people, some people yeah. enjoy the spotlight. Some yeah, they do So it, it's see. And I feel like
0: I'm gonna just say, it. I feel like popularity is necessary as a weapon right now. I feel like it's necessary to get me in rooms. It's necessary to get me in places. But as soon as I like, I have this. This thing I keep saying to myself, I haven't told anybody else that if they give me a foot in the door, I'm going to take a face. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to yeah, take the yeah, whole shit with me. Take, yeah, and you gotta like, take yeah. advantage of
1: the opportunity. Exactly.
0: But not just, not just because of me and my fame and my accomplishments, but like once somebody does it, it's not possible for anybody to do it. So like this is what I'm hearing from you is that you basically set the, I didn't even remember those shows until you told me, but you set the blueprint for the shows we're doing now more of a, a homey interactive, like one-on-one vibe with, with high caliber product, which is the art. And so like, we actually brought a lot of people out here. Right. And it was like, we were almost impressed by the amount of people, but as an artist, you almost don't give a fuck about that part. You want the next high, you want the next show, you want the next big thing. And it's like, I think what I'm addicted to or what I'm seeing and loving right now is the, is the The response from other people because of the work not because like oh i painted it but like look what it did in the community like there's a bigger hit here there's a bigger goal and it's like your guys's work is definitely top top caliber top shelf whatever you want to call it it's been like that for a long long time but i think right now also people are ready to receive our type of art Mm -hmm. and we've prepped the community to receive them doing these podcasts having multiple types of people I talked to gallery owners that are small, real small. And I've also been approached by people who aren't so small. Right. And it's like, I'm not nobody in art, but because I've put these things together based off the advice of a wise man, like this shit is starting to work. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, I know exactly who to bring up with me. Like, and you guys were always on that list because you guys always been like fucking jedis bro like i saw you as jedis yeah and even (laughs) chrome has always been like uh when i'd be like yo is so-and-so gonna be there he'd be like yeah so maybe come like a little bit later and i'll just be like oh fucker you don't even want to be seen with me like with the ogs like because for a long time it was just me and chrome right and so like i would always see your guys' stuff and it would just blow my mind do you remember that time you guys buffed a wall like hunter green with like a with like a lime green in the center of it and I actually painted on top of it because I thought Javi had left it or uh, had left it for me. It was oh, a long, man. long time ago. You might have not even been there, but I know yeah. Realm was there.
1: Okay. No, I probably, I don't remember. Okay. That.
0: So basically I smack on top of somebody's buff because nobody knew about the spot yet. All oh, right. Okay, and okay. so like, I remember being embarrassed about that because when you guys did show up or people from the crew did show up and be like, oh, what the fuck? We, we buffed this for us. And I'm just like, bro, my bad. You know, this was something else I thought was that try to give up my paint. But like what struck me was instead of getting hostile or instead of trying to flex on me, which was totally like necessary for the situation, everybody was cool. Everybody asked if I needed anything, this and that. And I was just like, what the fuck? That ain't supposed to happen. Like, you know what I mean? And like we even implement those same. Those same uh, principles in our crew now. Like some of the homies are going to hear this and be like, oh, that's where that
1: came from. And that's it's dope, man. from you, I and mean, you guys. That's, yeah. that's what we wanted too. That's what we wanted to put out. Cause like I said, we had put up with so much negativity yeah. and shit that we didn't understand. Like, bro, I didn't do nothing. I just, I didn't know. Like, honestly, yeah. I didn't know. So we always kept that in mind. And, if I would have heard about something like that, I probably would have just laughed it off. Yeah. Like, you know, like well, shit happens. I probably did that shit the yeah. same too, you know, but you know, I I made sure that I I, I kind of explained it to them and, and I didn't really have to explain it to them. They were there. So yeah. they saw it, they just experienced it. Yeah. You know, they experienced like a lot of the, the shit that happened in the beef over, over nothing, you know, yeah. over nothing, over something so simple that you can just like, you could either let your ego take over and, yeah. and, and, and respond with aggression and anger and which leads them to, you know, to not, yeah. nothing good, never does. So, or, or you can just, you know, laugh it off and be like, people make mistakes and shit, nobody's perfect, you know, yeah. like, and, 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 and just embrace your community. And that goes back to like, why I kind of really enjoy more like art shows that are put together by the community, Yeah. you know, because it's more embracing. It's not, you know, they, they, it, it feels like a family, not like you're trying to impress some. Yuppie yeah. that you don't even fucking know and doesn't really care they just want to know if they can flip your shit for more money or something i yeah. don't know you know like or, or you're not popular so you ain't shit yeah like, fuck you know fuck that scene like that's yeah. why i just lost complete interest in that type of stuff
0: see and i'm, I'm sad bro because it sounds like they killed the fucking spark for you <laughs> in that in that area in in the galleries maybe
1: one day but like i said i guess i gotta i gotta get popular i guess you know and and i do see like the importance of it It, it, it's just you know pros and cons and there's a fine line and and a balance to it you do i do see it especially now in the era of of social media yeah you know and it's getting even it's gonna get it's gonna get worse or or better you know however you want to see it where it's everything's more digital so yeah. you do have to be recognized somewhere. You do have to be known. Like I get, you know, if you do want your art to, to be worth something, you're gonna have to be known. You know, yeah. that's what's gonna give it its value. I mean, William Bansky, If nobody knew him, would his stencils really be worth no. a, a million? You know no. exactly. Yeah. So I, I understand and I see it. So it just it's taking me longer, you know, because because the type of person that I am, like I said, yeah, I very very antisocial and
0: reclusive. So let's let's go back to thank you for sharing everything you shared up to this point. Let's go back to you guys quit the nine to five. Is that a collective idea, or do you do it first, and then other people jump off the porch after you? Well like me and my brother, okay because we
1: were working at the same spot when we were doing yeah. the whole and the canvases and for the businesses and, and then so like y- I said, we started getting hit up more by more businesses and then and it was businesses that had like uh multiple locations, yeah. So it was, you know, now it required a lot more of our time. What
0: are those run dollar figure rise? Why? What are the, you
1: don't got to give me exact numbers, but like, but what's it,
0: a job before profit and all that? Would you price an entire restaurant one
1: location? It depends on the space for you, like on the, on the, you know, size. Like sometimes you have to go square footage. Sometimes you have to go by the entire project. So it's just, it it, it depends because you sometimes it might not benefit to, to, charge like hourly yeah. because you don't want to seem like you're bullshitting or you yeah. could finish it you know we work pretty fast so what we started doing instead instead of like oh 100 an hour something like yeah. that like oh just the whole package price like this whole thing for this much because you know we can bang it out like in a yeah. day or two or you know a week depending on the size of the project so it just depends on i guess on on your on your own criteria your own style your own the way you work you know and nobody's gonna be able to tell you that but you because you're the one that knows how how to execute yeah yeah. how you pace yourself and how you how you do it but i would start off with like you know square footage do it by square footage like i mean don't 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 go cheap and don't like exaggerate you know you should know like where you're at with your art like the quality of your art like um there's there's always room for improvement you're always going to make progress you know and then there's no such thing as the best because there's always someone better and you're always going to get better you know so you you just have to i guess sit down and 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 basically critique your own your own art where am i at can i make improvement is it going to get better and if you know it is like then you know then don't be a fucking dick and charge you know what you know it doesn't what it's not worth because you also don't want to lose the gig too you know so it's or like or the next gig that usually comes from that one gig, but, but price it to where you know that you're going to be able to get your bills, yeah, you know, paid and you're going to be set till the next gig.
0: Are there any subs involved? Do
1: you pay anybody to come in and spray? Or is there is there masking like, like like no no we just I mean you can you can subcontract and have somebody because man prepping is the fucking sucks. worst That's shit I saying. fucking hate prepping yeah. but it's either that or you you know you take a chunk a, a chunk out of your check. So we're like, no, fuck it. We just, we'll do it ourselves. We got to do it. And it's the worst shit for us. It's the, it's not fun at all, bro. taping and, and laying tarp. And and a lot of times some of these gigs, like we can only work, like some of these businesses are already up and running. So you can only come in uh, as soon as they close and, you know, so it's like prepping every fucking day, every night, and then taking everything off whatever price you made and then coming back and prepping everything again so it's like sometimes you got to do that and you got to take that into account so if you're gonna have to be doing all that shit maybe you want to add it to 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 the overall yeah, you know price of what you're you're charging how did you figure out
0: how to start the conversation of what the business wants a lot of owners don't know what they want say say you go up to a space godfidi would take in a sketchbook we could do something like this or i can do something like that How did you coming from a graffiti background
1: turn around and see how you could add value to the already existing business for a business owner it's it's always the same they just you know they're about profit they're making they got to make money and they got to make profit so it's like what's going to bring in the most people what's going to want people to want to come back okay you know and if they they enjoy it you go to you know you gotta this is pretty much the same you ask yourself the same question you go to a spot and you like the vibe. It's just chill. You like the art up on the wall or, yeah. you know, the colors. I mean, look at McDonald's instead yeah. of themselves, like yellow and red because it's fast. People go in there fast to eat and boom, yeah. out next one. You know, that's why it's called fast food. So it's the colors have a lot to do with it. Do you, do you, does the business owner want people to to, to want to lounge around or does, do they want them to just come in and out? Like it depends on what they're selling too. you know? like yeah. So it's, we take that into account and then.
0: Is that a conversation you have with them one-on-one? Yeah. 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 And
1: they, 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 you know, they pretty much let us know, like, this is the type of business we are. We, we either want volume or we want, you know, so once we get that out of the way, then we start trying to figure out the palette and fit best with what they already have in there. Like what textures do they have? You know, like all that stuff. It's, it's, it's fun, man. It's fun.
0: Do they give you like, do you ever go and do something? You come up with all these Mm -hmm. colors in this plan show it to them and then they're just like no fuck oh, that
1: plenty of times man plenty, how do you handle that plenty t- i mean there was a time where bef- before like ipads and shit like that we're doing yeah. all the mock-ups by hand yeah, yeah yeah so we're doing my and see and you it's it's trial and error you got to learn and like, nobody told us you know so we were doing it we're making all these mock-ups and they're like no we don't like
0: it yeah and you just and do it again do it like and we're
1: doing fucking five six mock-ups all by hand each one taking like six to eight hours you know yeah. so then that we're like we sometimes and then at the end they're like no I never you know what never mind so we're Ooh. like, fuck, we just fucked ourselves. Like, so now we got to implement what? Now we got to start charging per mock-up. Yeah. Now we got to let them know mock-up. And every time you change it, this much gets added on, you, you know, go. or this is included in the price and stuff like that. Another thing we learned is like make, make contracts. Cause if, if there's one thing that we learned, you know, especially with, with, with wealthy people is like verbal contracts don't mean shit. Man.
0: Yeah.
1: They don't mean shit. How'd you, how'd you, so learn you that? So you could shake hands with somebody and then it dealed set yeah shake hands or whatever and then last minute they pull out they're like, you know what never mind or they just like they just ghost you yeah you know and it's like why well because they ain't nobody's you know they got no degrees again yeah so we got tired of that shit happening to to us too so you, you just have to start being more professional but it's all a learning experience you know nobody nobody's more than being a fucking businessman you got to learn you know
0: see and that's why i ask these questions because let's do the learning on the podcast on a monday versus on the job when it costs you time and money
1: yeah, yeah so I
0: usually try to when there's people like I know are a high caliber and execute real hustlers right real artist hustlers I try to ask the same questions so that the point comes across and I've learned these things too so even now when it's like oh you want me to do a commission I need this much up front because I've been ghosted on stuff too and now I'm stuck with it and like a lot of people don't respond back to you when you say that, but the ones that do are serious. Yeah. And that's yeah. okay,
1: right? Yeah. And like I said, you you live and you learn. Like it it happened a lot to yeah. us. So we just got tired of it and we didn't know who to go to, so we had to learn, you know, by ourselves and and now we we do tell the homies like if they're doing it too like, "Hey, make sure you make a contract, make yeah. sure they sign the contract." Who makes a contract? Um you can you could even go online nowadays, but you know, notaries, you kid up a lawyer, you know, they'll they'll write up a contract for you what
0: do you say to the lord hey what's up I'm tagging. we're doing he no he's just like you know we we provide this service
1: we provide the service okay for for businesses and we need a contract you know that states that they're they they this is what they're they're yeah. agreeing to this is what they're gonna pay and they can't pull out and if they do pull out this is how much they owe us and stuff like that but i think that goes with every business everybody gets fucked sooner or later you yeah. know so and paper talks you know yeah it does so I thought like whether it's now whether it's digital or or you know on paper you still have to you have to abide by the contract
0: yeah cover yourself protect yeah, yourself yeah
1: yeah because otherwise you end up losing time and, and money you yeah know? when you're when you when you're relying on that when that's your nine to five now you you can't fuck Ain't around no games anymore right. yeah, yeah you can't fuck up like that anymore
0: no and that's kind of how I made that decision in the beginning of this year I was like do I just keep fucking around or do I go full retard with this and like just engulf myself into it and like kind of just engulfed myself into it. But it's, it's been, it's been super rewarding. You know what? um, Have you ever met any other people doing the same thing you're doing and you see them and have respect for them too? Like who are your peers in the space now?
1: Yeah. Yeah. We've ran into a bunch of artists that are doing you know way better than us and some that are barely starting there that we're kind of see like the beginning of the journey that we you know had embarked on so it's like we will give them pointers and we'll talk about and we ask the people that we look up to the people that we ran into it's a lot of people that have also gave us pointers and taught us about what to do and the gay hey don't forget that contract and shit like that like so it's just for the most part now it is a a, a pretty embracing community you know like like with everything there's always going to be those people that think they're better than everybody else you know and that's okay you know but Like the kind of people that we've been attracting and and been around have been been cool, you know, supportive and embracing of the community as well. What would you
0: say is like the most challenging thing from leaving a nine to five job to doing art full time? What's been the number one thing that sticks out to you as like fucking sucks the most?
1: it's just not know the fear of not knowing and that's i think everybody goes through that it's like you you're afraid like what the yeah what if this doesn't work out and you just start what if what if if, whatever you just start filling your mind with all these negative Negative, fucking what ifs and and it's just like with everything else man fear fear kill your progress yeah you won't go anywhere if you let fear take over and just get comfortable where you're at and if we wouldn't have done that, we wouldn't have took that leap. We'd probably still be there at that same spot. and yeah. Because yeah? we know people that we were working with that are still there. Yeah. They're still there, you know, and that's because they got comfortable with that Lifestyle. just living paycheck to paycheck, you know? And unfortunately the way with shit is a lot of times we have no choice and you have to stay there. It's either yeah. that or, you know, you lose your roof or you have nothing to eat. Yeah. So it's just, what I would say is just like, man, you know, to just take a leap, you, you gotta, you, you can beat that fear, man. You can take on whatever. And then we've seen it ourselves. How do you beat that fear? Well, now there's now, now, since I've known that we've, we've accomplished yeah. all the things that I used to be afraid of now, like it is, I, I don't let it bother me at all. What I, about I really, in the beginning? You at remember? the beginning, like I said, at the beginning, it was like, we really contemplated, like, should we, spe- especially cause we were getting paid pretty well where we were at, yeah. you know? So we were really comfortable. And then after that, they, we're now we're thinking like shit. Now now we're we're on our own. Yeah. There's not gonna be a, a check every two weeks. You yeah. know, like now we gotta make sure that we go out there and find the gigs. And but well, the uh, what kind of helped us was that we were patient enough to like uh, get to the point where it was like we were ready to take on one of those jobs. Yeah. So we didn't jump the gun either. So you have to you have to ask yourself that Are you ready? Yeah. You know, and if you know you're ready, you know you're ready. You can do this then there's no reason why you should be afraid
0: yeah and that's called uh maximizing an opportunity right like you've done the preparation in the field wherever that was however that was and then when the opportunity comes you can promise things without being what if and that that also goes into the conversation when you speak to the owner they can see that oh he's confident okay cool even though this might be the first time they've dealt with you your reaction speaks volumes to them.
1: Yeah, because by then we know how long it takes us to to finish a painting yeah. or to do a whole mural because we've already done a bunch of fucking pieces and yeah. stuff like that. So that's that's what my advice would be. Like you know, like how much experience do you have? Like be realistic and and you know, ask yourself and 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 know that. And if you do have enough experience, like shit, we well, fucking go for it. Yeah. You know, don't don't hesitate or else you're never gonna know.
0: No, and that's tight. And I think uh, how is it learning to to speak to just business owners or speak in business. Did you ever have a hard time with
1: that? Well, at first it was like it, it's crazy because it's at first it sounds intimidating because you're like, wow, I'm dealing with people that are that worth, are worth much, millions, yeah, you yeah. know. But at the end of the day, they're just people. You know, then you start talking to them and you're like, oh shit, they're just they're just regular people, you know. So it's just you have to come at them with with like just like a you know, sincere person. You know, don't don't bullshit them. Don't Bullshit yourself. Yeah. Just be, you know, be truthful. Like, and,
0: if you don't give me my money, I'm going to come back with friends. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, no. <laughs> no you I'm know, like, kidding.
1: for the most part, if you're, <laughs> if, you're, if you're dealing with somebody at that level, somebody that's got yeah. that type of bank account, they're pretty professional. Yeah. yeah I mean, I'm you're still going to run into people that are, like, shady. Yeah. But for the most part, shady. like, yeah, professionally yeah. shady. Yeah. yeah. But for the most part, you're like, hey, these, these are just people, you know? You just, you just be straight up with them, and they're going to be straight up with you.
0: Yeah that's cool and i'm glad you said that because i think that is that's a very intimidating thing we've built uh success around the idea of people that have money know what's what in the world or know something everybody else doesn't yeah and that's true to an extent but like at the end of the day you know my grandma used to say people put their pants on the same way so it's like there's probably some dirtbag ass thing that this person you know they're equal to you in some way
1: and and because we've run into people we've run into millionaires that that were born into money oh, and we really? ran into millionaires that that had nothing yeah that that kind of like we ran into people that like scratched reminded anything. us of us like oh, oh yeah, shit, yeah. they came from nothing and now they got all this so that's another thing too that that pushed us like shit we can do it too then yeah you know if this this guy has all this now then then we can do it too and that was another thing that was that helped us keep pushing like we can make it and we know we can make it and we're gonna fucking make it like if you, the minute you doubt yourself, not only are you losing time, but you're hindering your progress, you know? Yeah,
0: that's a slip. Yeah. You slip. What, um, shit. Okay. Now you're talking about money. What's one of the bigger things you've
1: ever done or gotten paid for? Well, the what we're doing right now, like, you know, like I said, when we landed our first big, you know. Gig with multiple locations. Multiple locations. It's like, that, yeah, the checks get bigger and, you know, and then you start seeing like, oh shit i can make a living off of this and and it led to 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 wanting to do more things and seeing more things and then like i said now like my brother that it, it, it led to him getting into the whole u ux ui design thing and now he's designing what is that? you know apps and and websites oh, and okay. stuff like that and he's really into it and he's all about it and and now that's helping us too and now he's doing gigs for companies where he designs their their you know, the loading page and all that yeah. stuff. He's into it. I'm not as much, but he's all about it and that's what he's doing. Now. So now we can incorporate that into the product that we provide Going to forward. these businesses. Yeah. yeah. So it's just another tool that you can put under your, your your belt, you know.
0: How important do you think it is to have that resume of, of accomplishments? Like say you do do something for a big company. Does that do you see a difference in reaction now that you have all this stuff?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a huge difference because okay. the, the, the more, you know, and the more tools you have, the more that you can provide, you yeah. know, the more valuable you are, you know, and the more you're going to get paid. Yeah. So it's like, it's always good to learn more, you yeah. know, like absorb as much as you can and, and, and you know, fill your tool belt with as many tools as you can. Yeah, I mean, if it's not your thing, it's cool. You know, there's a lot of people that just focus on one thing and become really, really good at it and there's some that just want to learn a lot of, you know, different things and, and that's kind of like me. Like, I, I, I like learning about different things here and there and yeah. some people just focus on one thing and that's cool too.
0: See, and there's, the street taught me an attitude that there's certain things are called cheating. Can't use tape because it's cheating. Can't do this because it's cheating. Now though, being 30, 35 or whatever the fuck like and seeing other things I, I first I respect these artists when they come on I respect their craft and then I respect them and then I get to learn about them live basically and so like I always leave thinking like fuck this person taught me like multiple things and I get to be this cool person because I interviewed them like it's almost cheating right but basically what I'm saying is is like they've changed my perspective on what goes and doesn't go like literally right now anything goes to me yeah And it's just about how much realistic time can I put into the next tool in the belt?
1: Because, yeah, like I said, because it it just, it involves everything. I mean, look where we're at with technology, you know, like we were talking about like, you know, there's 14, 15 year olds becoming fucking millionaires off of selling some JPEGs, you know? So it's like... You, you know, it's de- depending on the on where we're at as a society, you yeah. know, technology and politics and economics, all that come into play. So if you just keep an eye on what's going on, then you, you'll you see what kind of doors will be open for you. And and like I said, right now, digital is, you know, as, as opposed to when we first started, the reason why, you know, you would hear from so many people, you know, you're not going to go anywhere with art. Yeah. Even with an art degree, what are you going to fucking do? Like, you know, so, but now... Like a, the, a lot of big industries, a lot of big companies. That's that's what they want. They're they're looking for a good artist because everything needs branding. Everything yeah. needs an aesthetic. You know. Like and the market wants said the same thing about, you know, about Nike. Like, what would Nike yeah. be worth without that logo? Yeah. And, and how much do you think that girl got paid? I think you she know, got like $300. <laughs>
0: That's what I'm saying. And then they came back and gave you her know, stock
1: after. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, but look what it led to. Yeah. And it came from the mind of, of someone creative, of, you know, graphic designer. Yeah. And, and, and it's everything. Everything that we like, mm-hmm. we like it because of what oh shit this this looks cool you yeah. know the branding the, the 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 logo the everything everything yeah. bro from what people wear to to what they drink to what they eat everything's a brand and so they can contribute to that like yeah. you know there's money to be made
0: and that goes to like let's put it a little bit simpler a brand is just you promising to maintain a certain idea right if you're the graffiti brand You do things in graffiti and you find new things in graffiti. If you're the fucking shoe running shoes or whatever, like that's why people have multiple different like lines and avenues. But what I'm saying is if you can translate information through art, you can build and maintain a brand. So as a graph writer or as an artist, if you can productively translate information through art, you're basically able to do this job. The other part is like hustling and learning how
1: to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it all stems down to creativity. How creative are you? You know, something like a, like a barber. Yeah. You know, they're artists. They're, they're creating art when they cut hair and in each individual barber, you can distinctively see their, Their style, style, you know, so with anything, a barista, somebody that makes coffee, you can taste the difference how somebody makes coffee, how somebody cooks at a restaurant. That's why you go to your favorite restaurant with your favorite cook, because they have a way of doing it, that they have a way of expressing their artistry. Mm -hmm. So it's like that it's art comes into play with everything, everything, you know, like the creativity is everywhere.
0: The same way you started to see breakdancing in high school or hip hop as a subculture in high school, because you learned a little bit about it that's how I'm seeing art now. I literally see it in everything. And as, as I see it, we talked about this too. Um, your artistry is like alive in you, right? So like whatever you take in as an artist, you run it through that filter through that process. And it usually goes to shape something that you do. So that's why I like the authenticity part's very important
1: yeah when yeah. it comes to art and, and it's your individual style you yeah know, how do you how do you project that how do you express yourself
0: and Correct. it is hard to come to those answers how do you express yourself how do you develop your style like that's literally only you can say that yeah and some people like I had a, uh somebody asked me if I thought their art was sellable and I told them I didn't know I don't know not because I don't know if you're talented or not because you're clearly talented, but I still don't know what's sellable and not. I'm just trying it myself. (laughs) Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Depends on the market, right? Like you just got to do you and like there's somebody out there for everyone. There's somebody that's going to like your art. Yeah. There's somebody out there that's going to like your art. It doesn't matter what you do. Just get good at it. You know, like just have fun and and express yourself because somebody's out there that, that, that is going to like that. It's going to want to buy that. It's going to want to buy your product, your brand. You know, you just, you just have to work on, Marketing yourself and, yeah. and, and, and getting good at it more than anything.
0: See, and like right now it's the best time to do that. Cause like, bro, you could literally reach thousands of people with your thumbs. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's a pictures. lot
1: easier. That's why yeah. it's like the the fear should not be there. Like don't don't let fear get in the way because it's it's easier now than than the last two, three, four or five decades, you know, than yeah. any any other time. It's a lot easier.
0: Yeah, it is. We've I've gone far very quickly because of all the work somebody else put in. Right. And then they plugged me into that. And it's just like, there's avenues like that out now that weren't before. Like you talked about people stonewalling you basically, they don't, they don't share information. They don't even want to see you try to do the same thing. And like, that is still the case. There's still a lot of those people, but at the same
1: time, yeah, you're always going to run into the haters. Yeah. You don't, (laughs) they don't, they don't
0: make or break any situation anymore. Yeah,
1: As long as you don't let it get, you know, it don't let it take any of your time, basically. Yeah. If, you, if you let somebody negative t- to take a hold of a little spot in your mind, bro, yeah. you're, you're just wasting your time, you know, because yeah. they're not doing anything for you, you know, they're just being negative and you're feeding into it. So it's like you can either ignore it and they just keep doing you or you can waste time and there's yeah. nothing more valuable than your time. Time yeah. is money and, and you know, is. your time is, you're not getting it back. If you spend it on something stupid, on something negative, you're not going to get it back.
0: No, you're not. And you'll be further behind than you are if yeah. you would have yeah. tried to do something profitable. There's one thing that makes that came to mind. Somebody had mentioned to me uh, gatekeepers, other artists are gatekeepers, right? <laughs> what I'm hearing now is like, if you run into a gatekeeper, find another fucking gate.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. there's different ways in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, or or don't be afraid of the hard yeah. way. I mean, I remember, like I said, back then we had so many questions. And how do you how do you get the, the, the line? So then we Something. didn't even know that there was. Different Anything tips. outside of stock tips. Yeah. You know? So yeah. our mind was fucking blown when we knew that there was Rustos and New York fats yeah. and all the other shit. Bro, we were fucking mind blown when we knew there was hella other tips. Yeah. But we didn't even know why. Because we were new at it. And then there was we ran into those people that are like, you know, literally, hey, how do you do that? And just shrug their shoulders. Yeah. You know. With oh. holding gatekeeper. Yeah. So I was like, oh it's cool. You know, and we learned eventually, it just took longer, but you know are you going to dwell on that and you can be negative and let that person ruin your your day or whatever or you just move on you know
0: no and i've this might not be this might be toxic to say but if you need to tuck that away and use that shit as motivation yeah exactly
1: exactly that's all you gotta do you turn negativity into something positive like you know you just let it be your drive and 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 and, you know go harder at your craft
0: yeah no and i think that's that's the whole thing we want to end the episode with right is like fuck everybody and just do you dude
1: yeah like, yeah and 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 basically treat others the way you want to be treated there you, go. you know because that was one of the main things i learned like i got tired of all these fucking haters yeah you know like they were hating for no reason they were hating on me and they hated me for no reason like yeah. i didn't know why they fucking hated me but in their head they just they hated me because or I was because yeah. I was I was born in Mexico because yeah. I I spoke differently because I was starting to learn to do what they did, you know, for stupid reasons. Yeah. And I didn't want to be that person. I didn't want to be like them. So it's like you know, treat others the way you want to be treated. And, yeah. and, and then life is going to treat you right. You know, like I went through all that bullshit, but, you know, look, I what I tell people, look, I'm, life's treating me right. Everybody's going to have problems. Everybody's going to have stress. Everybody's going to have obstacles. But are you going to dwell on them or are you just going to keep going, you know, because eventually everybody's going to make it. Man. Everybody's yeah. going to make it eventually.
0: I love how you're just filled with hell of hope. shit's <laughs> <laughs> tight. It's infectious. <laughs> no, it's cool. So I do want to conclude the episode with the question. What's your idea of a dope
1: day? My idea of a dope day is basically the day when you realize how valuable time is. You know, that's a real dope day. (laughs) The the, the, the day that you realize that your time is valuable, then that day you kind of reflect and ponder, and then you start realizing shit like, what am I really putting all my time and effort into? Yeah. Time is like this short. You know, a lifespan, a lifespan is this short. Yeah. What do you want to spend it doing? You know, and then when you realize what you really want to spend it doing, that you realize, I, I hope that most people are like, I want to fucking enjoy life. I yeah. want to be happy. I want to be yeah. at peace. Like, when you realize that, that that's what you want, bro, every, everything changes. Yeah. Everything changes, bro. And then, and then that type of stuff starts being attracted to you.
0: Yeah, it does. Definitely it, does. It's
1: crazy, but it's, it's offer, true. I mean, yeah. that's from my personal experience. You know, when you don't let the negativity and you realize, bro, that's the dopest day. <laughs>
0: So I'm glad you're you're, you're a teacher too. That's what, <laughs> that's that's tight, but um, yeah. Thank you for your time. Again, we had Solar from Kids Crew there. Thank will you be for pictures. having me. Yeah. Uh, never forget, this podcast is brought to you in part by. We are Sacramento and the Lost.